you, uh, you know what? Should I wait? I got four more minutes that we have to wait until we can get the actual show when Baby Girl gets here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it could be her name, you guys. It could, could be. be. Yeah, I remember, have known um, people named Princess and Amazing, and I had no. I know several kids named Journey currently. That's a very popular name. Do you remember what? the Journey currently? The Olympic, <laughs> um, the American Olympic downhill skier Peekaboo Street. Sure. Yeah, Peekaboo Street. Do you remember Peekaboo Street? Still a more viable name <laughs> than Baby Girl. Baby <laughs> Girl. <laughs> um, I don't think. I don't think I can just let. Uh, journey just go you know several journeys right now oh so many really? it's like one of the most popular names at my son's school it's spelled so many ways <laughs> journey e with two e's journey with an i okay um there's there's g or j e e r n e y was one of the kids in the <sighs> high school class that i had this week Journey? Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time Mm -hmm. in front of a live (laughs) studio audience in a show (laughs) called... Stab. <laughs> Welcome to the Stab Show, the Speedos in your winter clothes drawer. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist once wove a cocoon, transformed into a butterfly, then decided she didn't need that kind of pressure in her life and changed back. She puts the mom in Mom Hat Studios. It's Kim Martell. Hi. Our second panelist is more McRib than man. He's the Rick Dribble to Jack Brown stand dunks. It's Cameron Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> And our third panelist <laughs> teaches King Cobra's proper black tie dinner etiquette. He's the Stan Dunks to Cameron Schmidt's Rick Dribble. It's Jack Brown. <laughs> and I'm your host, Jesse Jones, so that no one else has to be. This, <laughs> this is Stab. Um, so I don't know. I was trying to say something. Um, <laughs> uh, on uh, Cuts, KUTZ, LPFM, uh, 11 p.m. Saturday nights, uh, as, as you can... I, I thought I wrote something here, and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like I blacked out. But you can check us out at 11 p.m. Saturday nights in in the very specific downtown area. It's low power. Don't try and hear us in uh, the Arden area or or <laughs> Roseville. You have to be in Midtown. But uh, 103.1 KUTZ FM or CutsFM.org. Listen to us there. Uh, let's get into the show. Hey, Kim. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How's uh, how's how's the Deep South treating you? Uh, the Deep South, um, me personally, better than my <laughs> rights. But uh, I did go and I walked the civil rights uh, trail today oh, on nice. the way to a children's museum in Birmingham, and they had the nation's mm-hmm. oldest veterans parade oh. uh, that trapped me in a three-mile radius for several hours. <laughs> Didn't tell me that they were going to oh. block off all the roads, okay. and then I couldn't leave because I was in the middle of a parade. Sure. So that's how I spent my Veterans Day. Yeah. You... I almost wrote a haiku about it. <laughs> oh, well. But Sorry. I was too bitter. <laughs> just too bitter celebrating the Veterans, Kim. You just you lean into it. 
I had to go sit at a Jimmy John's, (laughs) eat a sandwich while a bunch of friggin' fire trucks drove by. Wow. (laughs) Sounds terrible. Got to sit at a Jimmy John's. My four-year-old loved it. (laughs) Sure. I I assume children are the only people that that, uh, still like eating inside a fast food place. Because it's like... Oh, hold on, Jimmy Jimmy John's is fast food well, now. Well, isn't it? It's still it's a sandwich place. Yeah. Huh? What would you it's call it? Yeah. It's a sit a down restaurant. <laughs> sandwich places can't be fast food. No. Well, I'm sorry to get so controversial yeah. so early, but <laughs> we're getting very pedantic here. We're it's got counter service, but it's not fast food. Ugh. Fine. It's, only children like eating in sit down. Re- no, that's not true. That's not that's not true. I want to go to a sit down restaurant now. Uh, Only children and adults. There we go. Yeah. We can all agree on that. <laughs> Only humans enjoy. Don't take a cat to a sit-down restaurant. They will not be about it. Unless it's a cat cafe, in which case <sighs> they're yeah. working. All right. I can say nothing correct today, guys. Don't. Oh, don't you guys, a... the sound problem was me. Oh, we knew that. <laughs> I didn't know there was one. So. Well, I'm glad Kim can hear us now. Uh, good to have Thanks. you, Kim. How's things going with Mom Hat? Oh, good, good. We um, we're kind of off Twitter, and so we're, we've expanded our uh, Tikataka, and um, we're on Tumblr now. And Ooh. it turns out that like we're really great on Tumblr. It's like we the whole time we were just like a fish trying to be judged on our ability to fly. Uh, wow. yeah, we nice. belong on Tumblr. Well, I'm glad the destruction of this social media platform has led you to be able to find where you belonged this whole time. Mm-hmm. Turns out Tumblr is our home. Well, I'll check that out. But I don't do picture <laughs> stuff. Isn't that what Tumblr? I don't know. Well, thank you, Kim. Good to have you. Uh, Cameron, hi there. Hi, Jesse. How are hi, you? everyone. Hi. Hey. <laughs> hey. How are you, Cameron? I'm good. Yeah? Busy, busy. That's what I hear. Little... You know, I'm sleeping in shifts. <laughs> That's kind of how it... I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> starting to feel it. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I imagine it's got to slow down now that news is slowing. Now now that all the election well, stuff... Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, uh, as soon as it gets cold, people don't want to go outside and commit crimes anymore. <laughs> well... Uh, it's legitimately statistically <laughs> true. Um, I was thinking more specifically election coverage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, no. It's harder now because our commercial breaks are shorter. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We don't have political ads, <laughs> so we have to make more content. <laughs> oh, all right. So my job got harder on Wednesday. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't... No more shilling for Doug Jones. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, I had... is he out there now? Uh, that's yeah. Who's Doug Jones to you? <laughs> I don't know. He was. I thought he was the guy that was running for senator of Alabama last year. All right. Well, no. Let, let's assume that there's <laughs> different Doug There's Jones? a couple Doug Joneses. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a very unique name. It's not like Journey. Yeah. It's, it's no. Not, yeah. <laughs> no Journey all the time. Um, well, yeah, former United States Senator from Alabama, different guy. <laughs> okay, got to be a different guy. Okay. Thank you for looking not, that up. He's, not liberal. For local he's, he's liberal and good. I was going to be worried about that the entire show. So thanks and for looking that up. And also, the dude from Alabama being the more pro-choice candidate in a Sacramento <laughs> race would be a plot twist. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. Uh, I won't pester too. you too much about King's Talk, though. 
I, I will. Well, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. It's not a. Let's drop the green screen. No, <laughs> the biggest commitment is the three hours. Yeah, that's fair. The biggest commitment is the commitment. <laughs> Actually, well, so I mean to say that there's anything. no. I mean to say at this point of the show, there's no pre oh, yeah, yeah. pre yeah. work, <laughs> except bowing back up on the lore. You know, to make sure you understand. Yeah, I do try to do that most times. Yeah. <clears throat> well, good to have you, Cameron. We gotta get into the actual show as much as I want to chat. I'm mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. But we before we can do that, we gotta talk to Jack Brown. Hey there, Jack. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've been busy this week. Just two this talk week. <laughs> two talkies shows. Well, you gotta yeah. ramp back up into it. Two talkies shows with a good friend of Viva Siegel. Yeah. 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 Thanks again for having me on the episode of the Viva. <laughs> sure. For real. Yeah. No, I'm glad that worked out. Yeah. How how were those? Did those go go well? It went really well. Yeah. I was really lucky to get to do it. But awesome. yeah. Thank you. Well good. Sorry I didn't get to see it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do what I can. No. No, good to have you back here. Uh big big show coming up soon? December ninth. December ninth. Uh is that coming together? It's coming together. Okay. Cameron's gonna be on. Oh I am oh, shit. There we go. I am. For some not to spoil anything, <laughs> local political humor. Oh. Uh, uh, Doug Jones. Shout out to Doug Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, glad to finally have you back, Jack. Let's. Uh, <clears throat> get I you... will make you eat those words by the end of this episode. <laughs> well, you usually try. Uh, <laughs> before you get get out of here, let's get you on for May or whenever the fuck the next closest <laughs> time I can get you on. Uh, it's such a chore. Is that how my laptop? <laughs> no, I was singing. I was warioing to your Waluigi. <laughs> All right, let's Based get on Waluigi. <laughs> we've got we've done enough pre shows, enough intros. Let's get to the actual show. <sighs> now it'll be entertaining. Uh, <laughs> segment one. It's reorganization. So the World Series wrapped up last week, officially ending the Major League Baseball season. You know, for those out there that uh, pay attention to such things. I generally don't. If I wanted to watch millionaires spit and scratch themselves on an open field, well, I guess I'd, I, I'd watch baseball. Uh, you don't get that a lot <laughs> in other places, scratching and mil- spitting millionaires. Anyway, with the baseball season, uh, MLB isn't going to... With the baseball... God, why, I should reread these things. Um, with the baseball season over, MLB isn't going to get a whole lot of use for a while. So how about you tell me who or what else MLB might stand for or represent to you? Why don't you? Uh, Kimberly, <clears throat> let's hear your MLB. Oh, the good old days. Of course, I'm talking about the 1990s. When you could get cocaine, or excuse me, <laughs> when you could get codeine cough syrup over the counter. All right. And if you had your wisdom teeth out, you could just draw a little zero next to the 10, and a pharmacist would shell out 100 Vicodin. No questions asked, because they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Dropping acid and walking around Disneyland was just a fun thing to do on the weekend. Drugs were so plentiful, people were giving them away inside Halloween candy, apparently. <laughs> Assault weapons were banned and abortions were plentiful. People don't know how good they had it. Now, you have to take several tests to determine if you even qualify for amphetamines. All your connections for hard drugs either died or got clean, and that's worse because now they're insufferable because they won't stop talking about going to the gym and they want to grab coffee sometime, but it's always at 7 a.m. on a weekend. Your son wants you to read to him what's inside of all the eggs in his Minecraft game. The cats need their litter chains and the laundry never ends. And you're expected to think of dinner 
every single night until you die. Hmm. Inflation has you working harder to get the bare basics and global climate change is threatening your future. And you're supposed to look that future in the face all while being completely sober? Not anymore, mama. <laughs> Step off that ledge and reach for mother's little beverage. <laughs> mother's little beverage is a 16% alcohol malt <laughs> seltzer cocktail infused with performing enhancing ingredients not currently banned by the FDA. <laughs> Designed with a slim can to remind you of what your body used to look like and endorsed by a McJagger, MLB comes in a variety of flavors to match your mood. Come try our newest blend, Broody Tuesday Morning, before it's taken off the shelves. Because maybe an instant cake and a frozen steak wasn't good enough for your parents, but in this economy, those fucking kids are going to take whatever you give them. <laughs> yeah, and they'll like Mother's it. Little Beverage. Mother's Little Beverage. Drinking out of a paper bag in a yeah. in a sit down restaurant, which kids love. <laughs> kids just love it. <laughs> uh, what's Mother's Little Beverage tonight, Kim? What do we What do we got? Uh, in the this fancy is one? actually a dark and stormy with oh. hibiscus ginger beer. Mm. My backup beer is a Michelob Ultra. Sure, <laughs> that's a good bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my other beer is yeah. a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Mother, I, I just is <laughs> filled with natty light. Oh, thank you, Kim. Uh, Cameron? Hey, one would assume you put some time into an MLB. What have you? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I was telling Jesse before the show, the beginning to end, this might be my dumbest episode of Stab yet. <laughs> Zero <laughs> consideration of a second idea for any of these prompts. I want it as dumb as it comes. First thing that popped in uh, was put onto the page. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Okay. <laughs> I wrote this out phonetically. <laughs> it's very hard to read. Welcome <laughs> to Montchelabonche, the best French restaurant in Uber City. Mm. My name is Wiki, and I will be your server today. Can I start you off with some waters or a bottle of wet or wit? Wonderful. I love a group who knows what they want. I will return with a bottle of wet and wound waters in one moment. All right, friends, Wiki Hugh again. So unfortunately, we are all out of the wet and in fact, the rosé as well. We had some big sheets from Roseville come by this afternoon and Dwayne our sours. So sorry, my friends, we are so happy to provide a bottle of wheat free of charge. Now, we have we thought about any hors d'oeuvres? Um, uh, the suka, mm, yum yum, the best choice. I also recommend the baked camembert, maybe. It's wonderful, coming right up. Oh, my paramours, <laughs> I am so sorry. We are fresh out of both the suka and the baked camembert. Those big sheets, <laughs> those big, those big sheets from Roseville really wiped us, <laughs> wiped the flow with our kishon. I was able, I was able to steal a wonderful onion gaiete, which I shall have recommended from the beginning. Now, what about some entrees? Yeah, of course, of course, the bouillabaisse. 
Și când gonfit Trebuie să I literally wrote it up phonetically <laughs> Wiki will be right back With your delicious food Holy fucking shit Me love arms Would you not believe it Oh, we are all out of the booyabas, <laughs> the chicken confit, and salmon e papillote. <laughs> I went ahead and swapped them with quiche Lorraine, croque monsieur beef bourguignon, and another bottle of wheat, courtesy of your best friend Wiki. That is your entire meal on the house, because our Wiki so deeply about the customers at Monch Le Bonch, the best French restaurant in Uba City. <laughs> Monch Le Bonch. Just wondering where the MLB was. Uh, <laughs> mostly because couldn't understand. <laughs> I, I don't remember, because these are real French words, some of them, <laughs> that sure. I wrote out phonetically and don't remember what they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like there was a there was a couple points in there that you just got to uh, <laughs> it just sounded like you were talking to a cat. <laughs> it was <laughs> so maybe that's how I talk to cats. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm I, that the only one that maybe talks cats. Subcons. You Lots got of, a French cat. <laughs> Lots of cat talking lately. Still not entirely sure who uh, from. <laughs> from Roseville was cleaning everybody. <laughs> the, the big sheets. Uh huh. You can say it a couple more times. I'm big not sheets. Big sheets. All right. Big sheets. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Fine. Uh, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to get an answer. I'm going <laughs> to. If it becomes a title, I'm just going to write what I I've think. Never, I've never held a hostage for some. I've never held someone hostage. <laughs> With less steak. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, Jack, let's get us out of uh, the first segment. Um, and, and tell us what your MLB might be. Yes, yes, keep it going. <laughs> All right. Welcome to my TED Talk. I am Enzo Guesthouse, the number one concrete distributor and fashion magnate in the world. While my peers were making content, I was making concrete. I'm a legend. You know, that's why you're here. You want you want to know how to change to be like the concrete man? Well, here's a concrete change you can make. MLB. Three simple letters to remember. Three, like the three gorgeous dam across the Yangtze River that I poured concrete for thanks to MLB. Repeat after me. MLB. 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 What does it stand for? Machiavellian little boy. That's right. You need to access the devious little cunning boy inside you to succeed. No matter how you identify, we all have MLB energy inside of us, and you need to use it to be a business powerhouse. MLB is the twinkle in your eye to distract from the twinkle of the light off the dagger hidden behind your back. No one expects to be stabbed in the back by a little boy. We need to talk about. We need to talk about. We need to talk about Kevin. All right. That's what. That's the kind of boy we want to be. Right up until the arrows. Remember as a boy manipulating your grandparents into getting you ice cream by being initially cute and then devolving into throwing a hissy fit? Those same principles work in business every time. MLB. Here's scenario. I want to sell a pound of concrete, but my buyer doesn't want it. They've changed their mind about building a sick half pipe. What do I do? Accept this and move on? No. 
I follow them, get pictures of them cheating on their diet at Platinum Corral, and blackmail them. How does that sound? How does that sound, everyone? Yeah. No, wrong. That's Machiavellian, oh. but it's a Machiavellian adult move. Huh? We need all parts of the MLBs. MLBs can manipulate adults, like gaslighting substitute teachers into giving them more recess, but it doesn't go both ways. MLBs are little boys. You can practice this technique as an adult, <laughs> but it is based on being an MLB. This is the only TED Talk that has a residency in Vegas, all right? I made them do it. They did not want to, but I got the Mandalay Bay to do it just from MLB. I told them I changed the B in their name to a G, and they said, no, no. And I got my way with the Mandalay Bay by being a little MLB. That's right. <laughs> and I'm not the only example of MLB working. Remember this name, Stewie Griffin, all right? Need I say more? What? You're shouting and raising your hand. What? You standing and raising your hand. What is it? You asked if you need to say any more, and I speak for everyone here, that you do need to say more about how to deal with Machiavellian little boys. We don't want to become them. We want to deal with the little weasels. Listen, guys, this TED Talk is not for men dealing with Machiavellian little boys. It's to be MLBs yourself. I thought we were all clear on that. Who else thought that? One, two, three. All of you? Even you? <laughs> You're an Enzo Guesthouse MLB VIP. You never asked us a question before. We've been waiting to talk to you. I just joined Enzo Guesthouse MLV VIP because I thought we could talk to you about, but you were really wasted on figs and beer at the last member meet and greet event. Oh, the charity for connect for the charity connect for function. Mm -hmm. You blacked out before you even connected to enough of this. Everyone boo. boo. This show sucks tonight. Worst audience I've ever had in my fucking life. I'm out of here. You all can go fuck yourselves. No refunds. Fuck you. And you're not my real parents. <laughs> no, come back. We're sorry. See? I went from being booed to being begged to be back on the stage. MLB, baby. Look under your chairs. There's a slingshot. Go out there and be Machiavellian little boys, everyone. All right. All right. You've shown me the terrible, terrible light. It's the twinkle in my eye to distract from the twinkle of the night behind my back. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Uh, I don't know what just happened uh, <laughs> that first segment. Um, so let's get into segment two. Oh, it's topical haiku challenge. This barely sticks to the, the premise, but, <laughs> but hang in there with me. Today is November 11th, or 11-11. That combination num of numbers means things to some people. Twice a day it happens, you know, usually. And yeah. on a day like today, you can get so many 11s. People make wishes and assign meaning to stuff like numbers and dates and general dumb luck weirdness. So I guess what I'm saying is that today's topical haiku uh, is uh, based on the show happening, happening to fall on 11-11. So it's going to be uh, superstitions. Your task this evening, then, is to give us three haiku each about superstitions. Am I stretching a little bit for a topical topic? Maybe. But but I saw the thing, uh, so I thought, let's let's do something about it. Do I have... Ah, yes. Remember, guys. It's uh, <laughs> it's our topical haiku. No longer done to stereotypical Japanese music, but a stereotypical Irish jig. So... Proud of you. Yeah, I know. We're making strides. Because <laughs> you, can, you can still shit on the Irish guys. Uh, hey, <laughs> you settle down. Uh, so okay. we'll go one. We'll go one, 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 two, 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 three times around the horn. You know how it works, Kim. Let's hear your first haiku about superstitions. Okay, uh, straighten the napkin. Tap your hand when the cars pass. 
or else your mom dies. <laughs> sure. 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 I don't know if that's... Is, is OCD superstition? Is that... I don't I know. I just love a haiku ending in a threat like that. <laughs> yeah. Or else your mom dies. Or else your mom dies. <laughs> well, then you're in luck. Because based on the twinkle in Kim's eye, that's how two and three end as well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to tip it. Uh, Cameron. Hey. Let's hear your first three haikus about superstitions. Me have OCD? <laughs> nah, dog. Just superstition. See doctor? Nah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Apparently I tapped into an unknown issue here. I just gotta touch my teeth against each other I, in the right I order when I talk. I know I gotta tap my <laughs> fingertips that way and that way. Uh, <laughs> Jack. Let's hear how you've interpreted superstition to mean obsessive-compulsive disorder. Okay, I didn't do that. All right, okay, this good. one's called Older Wives' Tale. Hiccup, hiccup, I got hiccups. Better finger my belly button. <laughs> okay. People always have those weird hiccup things. <laughs> sure. sure. What's your go-to hiccup if you have hiccups all you do? I think I just live with it. I don't okay. actually, <laughs> I don't finger blast my belly. In my house, it was flip upside down with a lemon wedge in your, ha- in your uh, mouth. Okay. What? Yeah. Drink a glass of water yeah. upside down. Yeah, that's okay. the one I, yeah. Or get scared. Or See, hold your scared, breath. Sure. Hold your breath. Those I'm the... sorry, I wasn't some rich asshole who had lemons just laying around <laughs> yeah. to be wasted on children. Oh, lottie yeah. They Jesus weren't Christ. wasted. <laughs> they saved us from the you, scourge They of ate them. They <laughs> ate them whole. <laughs> That's Otherwise part of scurvy. <laughs> they served a very important purpose, Kim. Jack lived on a pirate ship. <laughs> Kim, second time around. Let's hear. You know what? I, I came. I kind of came back to the Veterans Day thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we end the war on eleven eleven. Oh. That'll make it. That will make it fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's neat. <laughs> Look, no more war, guys. Eleven eleven. Make a wish. So we made a decision in advance to end it on 11 11, 11 11 11. We didn't tell anybody, so if you died before, after we made that decision, (laughs) but before 11 11, you died for nothing. That was fun. Yeah, most of us will, Kim. Uh, (laughs) Cameron. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, I'm bringing that down. Uh, Cameron, uh, your second superstition haiku, please. Walk under ladder? Mm -hmm. Bad luck? Not to me, dog. <laughs> Start of a great prank. Okay. Because someone's on the ladder. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was I'm, not made I'm clear. Gonna go, I'm going to go under there and freak out. Oh, that guy. Dog. <laughs> dog. <laughs> All right. Cameron, thank you. Thank you. One more. One more. It's coming through. Trying to First. figure out if I can add dog into it. <laughs> Is there enough, are there enough syllables? Do you have an extra we'll one? See, throw dog see. in there? It's only one. Jack, hey. Second syllable. Or <laughs> second syllable. Second haiku <laughs> about uh, superstitions. This one's called superstition. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, good. <laughs> Prom dinner garlic rise, so my date won't try anything. He Dracula. <laughs> Put it into a haiku thing. I made sure it worked. Okay. Be right. <laughs> Dracula. I don't know. <laughs> it's all about where the line break is. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I get that. Kim, get us out of here. I, I was still mad about Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
It is Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. You served our country bravely. Here's a free Slurpee. <laughs> okay. Is that a Veterans Day thing? Jungus. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> There's a difference between 7 Eleven and AM PM, Cameron. I don't have time to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, you're, se- you're third. Haiku. Let's, let's do the thing. There we go. Dog, step on a crack? <laughs> mm-hmm. Break your mama's fat ass back. Surprise, mama joke. Yeah. Snuck it in there. Yeah, dog. Dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dog. Uh, Jack. Yeah, there's time here. I don't have to restart this fucking track a third time. Jack. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go. Um, this one's called New Wives Tale. Huh? Step on crack. <laughs> mama sure. pain. Step up to the streets, the movie. Mama proud. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Dog. oh, there we are. There we are. Made it work. Things happened. That was segment two. We've only got three more to go. It's all right, guys. Uh, <laughs> segment three, it's theme restaurants. Don't roll this one out very often, but you guys did like all of the other segment threes more recently, so we have to dig deep into the bag. You can eat anywhere. In your car, weeping over a life misspent, at home, over the sink. <laughs> weeping over a life misspent. Where was I when I wrote this yesterday? Uh, anywhere. So it takes some real overthinking to get people to come out and spend their hard-earned food monies to come sit in a booth in your food house. The best way to lure, pe- lure people in is with a fun theme that'll make your mediocre food taste slightly more whimsical and life-affirming. So in theme restaurant, we're looking for the decor, experience, and menus of eateries themed around these Various subjects. <laughs> Kim Martell, Let, let's hear your theme, uh, your restaurant themed around a wake. Uh, I have a, a request sure. before I get started. Is there any way that you could play that Irish jig music <laughs> while I read this? Sure. Why not? It's right here. <laughs> I've never thought to ask for music. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Guys, you can get production. If you I had known, I would have turned this in a very different direction. But <laughs> It's very low. So, oh, okay. So that we can so we can hear you. Hey, hey, hi. I'm so happy you came. Thank you. Here. Come right this way. We've got sandwiches in the back. Also, Auntie Kathy's Ambrosia. It's been sitting out, so it's separated a little, but it's still good. Can I get you something to drink? We have several two-liter bottles of room temperature Fanta and a very small amount of coffee at the bottom of a warmer that may or not have been there. May or may not have been there from the last time it was used. The entertainment for the evening, you may want to know, is a slide reel of pictures that never should have been projected at that large to the song of Arms of the Angels on repeat. If you'd like to stay through the speeches, there'll be sheet cake served with cut-up pictures of a very, very old man on it. Drink them if you got them. Again, I'm so glad you made it. It means so much to us. Thank you. (laughs) I went to a lot of, like, AA wakes when i was a kid oh, it no. was just it was basically like an aa meeting but like pictures of the person on a sheet cake that you cut up into pieces and then ate <laughs> that seems like a, a powerful choice <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you're celebrating them on the inside of you uh, <laughs> just the most bland vanilla frosting what's the picture of uh, of your loved one airbrushed i'll do it your bland uh, but, vanilla love one. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Yeah. Bland Vanilla, Cameron and I are coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around, 8 o'clock. It's Bland Vanilla. <laughs> you like wacky long-form improv? <laughs> we don't. We're doing it. They don't. <laughs> it's very straight, very basic Bland Vanilla improv. Um, Can we get an insurance suggestion? <laughs> it's got to be about insurance. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite type of sliced cheese? <laughs> <laughs> provolone. All right, I heard provolone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kim. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we got a new form. We got a new form. Cats are cooking. Uh, Cameron. Hey. Oh. You've probably got a theme restaurant because I gave you one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Here we go. <laughs> I did like this one. Uh, Cameron, let's hear about your restaurant, uh, your theme A Nine Year Old's Dream of Being Grown Up. Hey, before you keep watching this commercial, are you an adult? This commercial is only for adults, so lame little kids, change the friggin' channel. <laughs> now that it's just us grown-ups, welcome to Fred's Cool Restaurant. You guessed it, I'm Fred. Since the age of nine, I've wanted to have my own restaurant. And now that I'm the ripe old age of 25, I'm ready. First, as an adult, I know how much fun we like to have when kids aren't looking. So just know that we can do whatever the frick we want here. Our spaghetti isn't just meant to be eaten. It's also served very al dente with a very binding sauce. Perfect for balling up and throwing at your mean big brother. And our servers are more than happy to help prank anyone at your table by putting spaghetti on their seat while they're in the bathroom and then when they come back, they sit on it. We can even do it with chili and make them look like they pooped. That's an extra thousand dollars though. Speaking of the bathroom, as an old guy, I know that we take long, long dumps. So we've installed TV screens with Nintendo 64s in the bathroom stalls. What's better than Pokemon Snap while you're taking a crap? Mario Kart while you're ripping a fart? Mm -hmm. Banjo-Kazooie while you're dropping a number two-y? I could go on. Trust me. And I will. Majora's Mask while you're dumping ass? Super Smash Bros while you're pushing Froyo? Mario Party 3 while you're pissing brown pee. Star Fox while you're dropping logs. Animal Crossing while you're boxer flossing. So come on down to Fred's Cool Restaurant. Everything is super expensive. Everything is super expensive. And I, I legitimately... The, the ending was so abrupt. <laughs> They really got me. That's all right. We we I weren't forgot. we I weren't like here for the ending. Twenty five years old, but only knows video games. <laughs> well, because I'm twenty nine, <laughs> I write from truth. Yeah, that's where it all comes from. <laughs> we we expel so much. We 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 dredge up these things and yeah. we get them out. Yeah, because they can't hurt us anymore. Yeah, once, once they're out there. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to come up with a golden eye, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to. Golden eye while you're brown eye. Yeah. You can't eye an eye. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Maybe in Alabama. Oh damn. Whoa. <laughs> shots fired? I'm not sure. Yeah, shots no, potentially fired. It could have been a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, thank you, Cameron. So good. Such a cool cool expensive place <laughs> fred's cool restaurant so cool uh and uh, an astute listener might have heard reference to uh 
<laughs> to Jack's earlier, uh, Jack's Jack's current prompt in the earlier prompts. Uh, Jack, uh, your theme r- restaurant, Platinum Corral. Come one, come all to the Platinum Corral. Need food to survive? Well, then get on in here. We've got tons of that stuff, and our honey is very unique. Now, let's get ahead of this. You might be asking yourself, is Platinum Corral like Golden Corral but better? No, you can't improve on perfection. Go, go, Golden Corral. Listen, we do not need another legal battle at this time. We are fine with what Golden Corral is doing. Ours is different. We're Platinum Corral because we corral platinum records and memorabilia for our decor like Hard Rock Cafe. I mean, not like Hard Rock Cafe. We are totally just super unique, just like our honey. We used to be called Carl's the Third, but Carl's Jr. came after us hard. Vicious lawyers. Those $6 burgers are paying for some of the meanest, nastiest barrels of piss with law degrees I've ever seen. In ancient times, these folks would have been ferried along the river sticks. And that's all I'm allowed to say on that. But I will say this. They're so rude. Answer the question, sir, this. And you can't evoke the fifth when we ask your name that. And stop trying to grab the gavel and hit me that as well. Go suck a tort, you dipshit. Anyway, thousands of dollars and millions of gray hairs later, here we are. Platinum Corral. We serve food and lots of it. Are we even allowed to say that? I hope so because I already did earlier. I know, I know I do need to say that our food safety grade is V. I'd like to think that it stands for very unique, but that's not true. I should have mentioned this before the FAQs, but you you get to corral the records. They're flung out by our employees, dressed like famous platinum artists like Millie Vanilli, Creed, and Creed. They spin them on their side, and you hunch over and scurry about to get them, and that's your plate for the buffet. There's no alternative. you got to get that record. (laughs) Food just tastes better when you earn your plate. Just be careful not to put anything in the middle. There's a hole there. Now, does that sound anything like Golden Corral? No. We also have a buffet. Shit. (laughs) Listen, I back into parking spaces, okay? I'm not stupid. I've thought this out. Platinum Corral plays. I had to sell my carousel to pay for legal fees. It's not going to go down like that again. John Taffer beat me with a bar of soap and a sock when he came in for a bar rescue, which is why the episode never aired. Our chief mixologist, Bessie Bones, was licking the rims for a drink he was calling the Barn Door Special. Anyways, we're not a bar, and Taffer got bad when I said he's not much of a laugher Taffer, and he did hit me, but Platinum Corral rocks. Other places might have Elvis impersonators, but we've got a Colonel Tom Parker impersonator. Me! Hey, now Elvis, my boy, no job, no job. Every 17 and a half minutes, Miss sprays on the records hang on the wall to get a more slippery, kind of like Rainforest Cafe. I mean, um, no, I said, uh, no, I did say kind of like Rainforest Cafe because it was a new sentence. It was me going, huh, I kind of like Rainforest Cafe. I was just thinking about it and liking it. We're not copying anyone. What we're doing is unique, cutting edge, just like Apple. Fuck. <laughs> Listen, my lawyer is begging me to stop talking so we don't get sued more, but I just want to say that the music we play also sounds really bad because all the records are wet and sloppy from being used as plates, and all the risotto gets caught in the ridges of the album, so basically everything is jazz now, even freaking Sammy Agar. It fucking sucks, and I can't see it changing soon, especially with me in charge. Please come on into Platinum Corral. I swear we're doing our own thing. It's not perjury if I say it in an ad, right? Right on. Come one, come out to the Platinum Corral. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are loving our unique honey. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's so unique. <laughs> I don't he know had 24 <laughs> hours. Big sheets. <laughs> yes, Kim. Are you saying that as a positive or a negative? I, <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> they yeah. came up with so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do that. These two. These guys. Uh, I'm never... Well, I'll probably get over it eventually. But for the rest of the night, I'm not going to be able to get over what's so unique about Platinum Crowds, honey. I just don't understand. <laughs> it's so. Gl I'm so glad you're saying that. But hopefully that comes up later. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I hope so. Oh. It'll really be satisfying and worth it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Segment four, dating profile. Did you hear where that edit's going to be? Uh... <laughs> No. <laughs> right in segment. <laughs> Need to make a connection? Here, quick, rattle off a bunch of random facts about yourself and take a poorly framed and clumsily cropped picture of you holding a fish. <laughs> Dating profile accomplished. Or maybe you do it differently. Knock yourself out then. In Dating Profiles, your job is to give us the dating profile of the following people, places, or things. Searching for love or just immediate connection for the evening. Uh, Kim, hey there. Oh, yeah, I thought you might enjoy this one. Uh, Kim, let's hear your dating profile for a flyer for a comedy show. If only I had had more time. <laughs> Sorry. Where am I? You are not going to want to miss this. I might just be a two-day-old piece of paper printed on standard 20-pound printer paper someone stole from their office job. But I'm not just another flyer. I'm a comedy flyer. You can tell I'm fun. I've got keyboard cat on me. I'm a big deal. Why else would I have this microphone? They don't just give that clip art away. How do I feel about one night stands? Basically, all my experiences are getting canceled immediately. So what do you think? Come check me out this Tuesday at 6 o'clock under the stairs outside the Red Robin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and you know what really sold it? The confidence at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, how poorly can we copy and paste all these people's pictures on here? Seriously, it's half of my Instagram. You guys, <laughs> yeah. just like, don't. Don't even bother. <laughs> Nobody likes it, and you're bad at it. <laughs> Nowhere that we're going to see you has a red curtain behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Stage lights? They, like, what is it, 1920? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you guys should do like an hour of this. <laughs> this is great. Just dissecting comedy players. It feels like there's a, a show that already does that. I don't know. I have to. Thank you, Kim. I'm sorry that I had to make you think about uh, <laughs> terrible, terrible comedy players. <laughs> Are they better in? Do you do you have comedy friends in Alabama yet? There was this. I don't have comedy friends. No, there was okay. one show at the Mr. Chen's Chinese restaurant and <laughs> grocery store, but it was at nine o'clock at night, and that is officially too old, too late for me. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's hard also, to... I don't think I'm welcome there. Oh. Ooh. I don't know what kind of comedy it was. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> too much <laughs> restaurant inside a grocery store material. It was very niche. It was very... <laughs> I don't know. Why do I keep? 
Uh, <laughs> Cameron. The only place that you can buy like full frozen goats yeah. in the greater Tuscaloosa area. <laughs> sure. Every time I come on, I learn something. <laughs> you get your pick of yeah. scrawny hanging duck. And, <laughs> and I don't know. What are, oh, Kim's still watching the chat. Sorry. All right, uh, what? No, no, I'm listening. <laughs> That's right. I'm distracting myself at this point. It's been a day. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just bring the other screen over. <laughs> Cameron! Ah! Sorry, that was aggressive. You didn't do it. Jesus! Anything. I'm going to drive off the road when I'm listening to this later. Cameron! Get him! Uh, <laughs> Look <hi>. out! <laughs> That's way too late from when I initially went yeah, off the road. We're, we're already in a ditch. <laughs> no! <laughs> Doesn't help at all. The OnStar's, OnStar's already been activated. They're questioning what's going on. Uh, Cameron Schmid. Hi there. Hi, Jesse. Nice, soft, dulcet. Um, oh, yeah, this guy. Cameron, <laughs> let's hear your dating profile. Yeah. Uh, from a guy with a picture of his boat in his wallet. Archie, 46. Mm-hmm. Heard that some women have never been on a boat, and I think that's a shame. Good thing I'm looking for a little lady who loves the water or could learn to love it. We can head out on Raylene, my boat, any day of the week, nine months of the year. And no, Raylene is not a woman I still pine for. She's not. There is no Raylene besides my boat. I'm a semi-retired investment banker. That's right, semi-retired at 46. What can I say? Life has been good to me, and it's left me with plenty of resources and time to make you feel special, just as special as Raylene makes me feel. The boat, Raylene. Not a woman whose touch I can still feel on my body to this day. Raylene is just a name I made up, and it won't be an issue. So what am I still looking for besides a co-captain? Well, someone who is open to learning and change. I guess when you spend as much time in the water as I do, you crave a partner who can follow the current. So if you want me, be ready to have an open mind about what pleases me. And if I have some specific tips, don't worry. They're not things that a woman named Raylene used to do to me. They're not. I was never and am not still in love with a woman named Raylene who turned out to be an undercover federal agent. Raylene is just the name of my sweet boat. Sorry to be crude, but no uggos, please. I come from nothing. Worked hard to be where I am today. And I want to celebrate with someone beautiful and smart and committed to her job. So committed that she might convince me that she is my soulmate, all in the name of investigating me and my financial practices, which turned out to be squeaky clean, which was embarrassing for her but I contend we could have worked through it. Just a random example. So when you're ready to swap routine for Raylene, my boat, not the one who got away or more accurately chose to leave, I'll be Prince Charming, but with boat shoes instead of glass slippers. And when it hits midnight on the Delta, you'll still be my princess. That's sad in a lot of ways. <laughs> Raylene. No, there's no, why would you even say that? Why yeah. would you say that name? Why is that that's, your takeaway from that? It <laughs> was not about that no, anyway. There was, uh, it was barely Just about Just a random name. I don't, yeah. even remember hearing, I don't even remember hearing the name Raylene like, said at all. Why are we still talking about it? Uh, I, I remember know. hearing, keep an open mind about what pleases me. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> no, no, keep an open mind about what pleases me. I think that more people should start Friendships and relationships like that. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna like some weird shit. And you need to know about it. You don't right have up to. Front. You don't have to be about anything that I'm about. <laughs> and I won't yuck your yum. 
All right, let's just keep an open mind. This is a Dutch rudder situation. <laughs> Pleasing. <laughs> you do you, I'll do me, and you watch me doing. Uh, Jack Brown. Can I make a request? Can I get the Irish music? For this <laughs> sure. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> at the ready. I gotta have more music beds, or just have the jig at the ready all the time. Um, just, yeah, I can't imagine any other thing that you need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would? I, yeah. This is the only song that you would need. It's fair. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense as I take another look back over here. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> well, okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Jack, your dating profile. <laughs> is from a backpack full of non-winning non-winning lottery tickets. If you need your partner to be over six feet tall, keep scrolling. I am not that. I'm a backpack full of non-winning lottery tickets and proud of it. I'm looking for my special someone, someone who isn't materialistic, someone who appreciates potential, even if it's never realized, someone with a big old wide strong talking real strong back. Could it be you? A little bit about me. I'm an outgoing free spirit open to whimsy. I definitely march to the beat of my own drum. I hate the emphasis society places on winning or having a job. To be clear, I'm not going to be able to take you to Platinum Corral with their unique honey or somewhere fancy like that. My money situation is dire, but I'm honest, charming, and a freak in the sheets. Fitness is really important to me. I love hikes, long walks on the beach, heck, even marathons, as long as I'm being carried. Start doing your lap pull-downs now. My favorite TV show is The Office. Sorry, not sorry. And my favorite movie is Monkey Bone. But they're both just really different from my lived experience. My love language is touch, mainly scratching. <laughs> Vulnerability is big for me. I just got out of a huge work project and relationship and I'm trying to redefine myself. I'm taking a capoeira class for the first time. I'm really trying to put it all behind me, but my last partner, Cameron, dropped me really suddenly. Like, basically, as soon as the Powerball winner was announced, I... Like I didn't exist. Yeah. Turns out he just wanted me because of my work and there was no deeper connection. He said we were never even dating. Okay, psycho. If we were never dating, then why did you cry and scream, oh, God, no, I really needed this. Oh, God, oh, fuck. This was my one shot to get out of this damn hole I'm in. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, I owe money all over this damn county. Shit, they're going to hold my head underwater probably and drown me for a little bit and then pull me out of the water and go, are you going to fucking pay us back now? Are you? You got a fucking KitchenAid standing mixer at home, but no money for us, huh? What's that you're mixing up there? My last fucking nerve you fucking disgrace oh god that's all gonna happen what is gonna happen to me why why did i bet on all those tetherball games god damn it no and you were sobbing over me plus i met your kids you introduced me as their one and only shot to go to college so yeah we were dating but no longer a little bit more about me my biggest pet peeve is people who hate on the weekend he's awesome i can't I can't help you carry in groceries. I'm already full. I've been called codependent before. Just because I need you to carry me on your back and provide no value to you because I'm filled with junk that isn't worth the paper they're printed on doesn't mean that we both aren't crushing life in our own unique ways. I promise you that I will never drive drunk because I cannot drive. I do drink a lot. A cab, even though my stepbrother does work for the CHP as a traffic ticket, we will have to see him at holidays. I just want to be upfront about that right now. He has a Punisher tattoo on his hypothetical ankle. You can't see it, but you kind of feel that it's there. Anyways, Capoeira is like a mix between dance and battle choreography. Maybe I could show you sometime? And then maybe you could show me something. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> my zipper means that I can be as tight or as loose as you want. 
But make sure you wear protection because I've given paper cuts before. But who doesn't like a little danger demon emoji? So that's me. I know it may seem perfect on paper, but I'm even better in real life. So if you're looking for someone to experience life's ups and many, many, many downs with, please reach out to me before I hang myself. JK, I hang myself every night because I'm a backpack filled with non-winning lottery tickets. Sorry if you don't like me at my silliest and you do not deserve me at my sexiest. Zip! Uh-huh. Oh, there it is. There it is. Zip. <laughs> Just be open to, to, to what I'm into. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> you gonna hold me in underwater. <laughs> you know what's awful is uh, uh Alabama doesn't have scratch tickets. Hmm. And I gotta say I would probably date a backpack full of you scratch tickets. <laughs> I'm so fucking hard for scratch tickets. You have no idea I know. until you can't get them how badly you want to scratch those tickets. <laughs> the average Vermonter space pays four percent of their yearly income on scratch tickets. And I'm jonesing for a little bit of that scratch. Wow. This is like a gambling ad. Like, <laughs> you know a relative that talks this way about scratchers. This is what was going to happen in 26 <laughs> past. <laughs> oh, Kimberly. I'm just saying I would do anything. Some scratch right now. <laughs> oh, give me like $50. And I'll mail them. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> you said anything. Money? Well, That's pretty reasonable. I would like, I don't know. Drive you to school or something. No. <laughs> yeah. Kim only gets her scratchers from middle school kids. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. I'll buy you some cigarettes. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want? The new Ninja Turtles? I'll fucking get it for you. <laughs> get me those scratchers. Just give mommy some scratch. Just go to, Shoulder. I don't know, Georgia. I have no idea where the closest scratchers are, Mississippi. No. Shoulder um, tapping a child into going to a store for you is very funny to me. Come on. I can't go into that mini mart anymore. Just, just give me one of the $5 crossword ones. Just give me. Oh my God, those are my favorites. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. I only know that because those are the ones that I get. Talk about them slower, Jesse. <laughs> oh. Oh, Where did you say this was going to be recorded and then played later? <laughs> no. <laughs> Act like anybody listens to these. Or that I edit them. Uh, <laughs> I will, I promise. Uh, Don't it's... edit this part out. <laughs> no. No, this is all staying in. Yay. <laughs> it was a good riff. <laughs> and that gets us to segment five. I've let us go a little loosey-goosey today, guys, because there's no eight o'clock show. It's a nine o'clock show. <laughs> So we can uh, straddle the eight. Yeah. Just be open-minded to what I'm into. Uh, it's movie makeup. Uh, hey, guys. Let's be honest. Most of us would rather be watching Wakanda Forever right now. I know. It's our legal obligation as Disney Plus American employees to see the next Marvel Cinematic or Telematic experience the split second it's released. Or the... <laughs> or the microbomb implanted in our skulls detonate and we're replaced by someone more compliant. <laughs> we'll never match the juggernaut of the Disney machine, but we like other movies too. And in movie makeup, god damn it. Oh, it was there, guys, was there a, a an intro to a prompt that wasn't confusing because there were words missing? Is it just me? I didn't read them. Okay, good. 
Good. You did a really good job. Did you, for not knowing what did the you see my? Did you see my haikus? Yeah. They were all about veterans. I know. Kim and goes out on my her. mom dying. <laughs> what? No, oh, that's right. Oh, sorry. Oh, God damn it. <sighs> uh, in in movie makeup, you're all asked to give us your synopses of made-up movies based on the following titles, pulled from the various random title generators of our friends at SeventhSanctum.com. This took longer than it usually does. I was very picky about these titles. Mm. I wanted to get you guys the good ones. And this is what I landed on? <laughs> you gave me uh, a good one. <laughs> Kim. Hey. Let's hear, your, let's hear your synopses. Your synopsis, since it's one. I've decided synopses is the plural of a synopsis. Don't question me. I'm Team Jesse on this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a bachelor's degree in English, and i got to say, that's probably right. All right, I'll take it then. <laughs> that's all the backing I need. Kim, let's hear your synopsis for this, this made-up movie. The Teens of the Universe. From the people who brought you Kids of the Solar System, <laughs> get ready for this summer's movie you'll soon forget you saw, The Teens of the Universe. They've only got one night to save the universe and their social lives. <laughs> Noah, Emma, Leah, and Sophia, Liam and Sophia, mm-hmm. are four totally average teens who completely lack self-awareness until one day they find out that they've actually been living in the universe this whole time. <laughs> but maybe it could still revolve around them? After teacher's pet Olivia spoils Emma's chances of being the Apple Festival princess by sharing her journal app entries on social media, the crew has no choice but to throw an epic party on the last weekend of the school year before they all head off to college. Except Liam, whose dad died working in the mines when Liam was 11, so he needs to stay home and care for his mom, who has chronic pain. But his story arc is secondary, so we won't get into trying to resolve that. (laughs) They'll have to steal beer, trick a cop into smoking weed, have an awesome music montage of summer hits from three years ago, and evade the watchful eye of Principal Wigwagger. (laughs) Will this be the night that Noah finally loses his virginity? Will will he have to go off to Oberlin a virgin and probably die from chronic virginity? (laughs) Although the angsty goth girl Sophia might have never stood out before, after a few hours of YouTube makeup tutorials, will she be crowned the Apple Festival princess? Why has healthcare failed Liam's mom so horrifically? Only one thing is certain. They're teens of the universe, and that means they stick together no matter what. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Go teens! Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kim. Uh, so many... Coming of age movies I don't have to watch now since you've included every possible trope. <laughs> the mine one I feel like it was new. I love that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Which one? The mine. I like the oh no, no, there's always a dead parrot who died like <laughs> in a work related injury and then the other parrot is like ill. Yeah. Chronic. And they're regime. never like, Why don't you guys have universal health care? <laughs> then Liam the... could go to college. <laughs> also if they had, you know, affordable or Free state college. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Oh, Kim's never going to miss an opportunity to try and push communism on us. Look, <laughs> I've had more than one beverage. That means I'm going to get blackout drunk, and I'm going to preach to you about rent control. That's just how I do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we keep bringing Kim back. Uh, Kim, 
thanks for doing this the way that you do. That's the wonderful Kim. You know, you act like you don't like it. (laughs) No, I love it. But you keep bringing me back. I love it. (laughs) Just just be open-minded. Uh, <laughs> Kim, how can people get more uh, more of what you do and what you're about in their lives? Not on Twitter, I'll tell you that no. right fucking now. Fuck that noise. Um, I, I am on Snapchat mm-hmm. uh, at the Kim Bartel, also okay. on Instagram. Uh, Mom Hat Studios is available on all platforms as Mom Hat Studios, nice. where you can find lots of funny little things that we say sometimes uh jeff works very very hard on them and he gets paid no money um unlike his real job where he gets paid money and doesn't work hard at all um but yeah if you are a student in the tuscaloosa city school system you may see me on a monday wednesday friday morning teaching your classroom um please (laughs) don't mention this it's very important to me that you don't Tell them this. You didn't see shit. No, and I will deny it, and I'll say that's just some other white woman, and you are racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't think I will? I will. <laughs> they was... call me Mrs. Martell because I'm the hammer. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Do not question somebody with an ultra in their hand. They, are, they mean business. By the way, full ultra. This one? Empty Ultra. Boom. That's why you get married. Were you wondering why you get married? (laughs) This is why you get married. (laughs) Every time a beverage is delivered to Kim. Every time. Every show. It's just... I have a happy life. Yeah. Good for you. Don't rub it in. Uh, Eat glass. (laughs) Cameron! Uh. Hi there. You're still sitting there. Um... (laughs) I noticed. They said there he couldn't go. do it. <laughs> <laughs> he made an entire hour, ten minutes, just sitting there, just upright the whole time. <laughs> the vertigo. Love that part of the movie. <laughs> Cameron. Speaking of movies, boom, transition. Boom. Uh, yes. let's, <laughs> let's hear your synopsis for the made-up movie. Made-up movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bear Riders. Not, not a real movie at all. Not, I probably didn't look it up. Bear Riders. Because you don't you don't uh, look that up except this in Incognito. Is, um, this is a remake of Easy Rider, but with bears. <laughs> I think it was tastefully done, and I think you're going to love it. Uh, if you've seen the original or not, you'll love it. Uh, if you have seen the original, uh, you'll notice the subtle changes. Mm. Wyatt and Billy are freewheeling motorcyclists and bears. <laughs> After smuggling honey from Mexico to Los Angeles, they sell their haul. They sell their haul and receive a large sum of different honey, with the honey stuffed into a plastic tube hidden inside the stars and striped painted fuel tank of Wyatt's California-style chopper, big enough for a bear. They ride eastward, aiming to reach New Orleans, Louisiana, in time for the Mardi Gras festival for bears. <laughs> Stop laughing. During their trip, Willie and uh, Wyatt and Billy stop to repair a flat tire on Wyatt's bike for a bear at a farmstead in Arizona and have a meal with the bear farmer and his bear family. Mm-hmm. Later, Wyatt picks up a hippie hitchhiker bear and he invites them to visit his bear commune where they stay for the rest of the winter hibernating. The notion of free bear love appears to be practiced with two of the bear women, Lisa and Sarah, 
seemingly sharing the affections of the hitchhiking bear commune member before turning their attention to Wyatt and Billy. As the bear bikers leave, the bear hitchhiker gives Wyatt some special honey for him to share with the right bears. Later, while riding along with a bear parade in New Mexico, the bear pair are arrested for bearing without a permit and thrown in bear jail. Mm-hmm. There, they befriend bear lawyer George Hansen, who has spent the night in jail after overindulging in salmon. <laughs> <laughs> after the mention of having done work with the bear ACLU, along with other conversation, George helps them get out of bear jail and decides to travel with Wyatt and Billy to New Orleans. As they camp that night, Wyatt and Billy introduce George to green honey. As a salmon addict and a square, George is reluctant to try it due to his fear of becoming hooked and it leading to worse types of honey, but he quickly relents. Shopping to eat at a small town in Louisiana Bear Diner, the trio attracts the attention of the local bears. The bear girls in the restaurant think they are exciting, but the local bears and a bear police officer make denigrating comments and taunts. Wyatt, Billy, and George decide to leave without any roars. They make bear camp outside town. In the middle of the night, a group of local bears attack the sleeping trio, beating them with their big paws. Billy screams and brandishes a sharp paw, and the the attackers leave. Wyatt and Billy suffer minor injuries, but George has been bludgeoned to bear death. Wyatt and Billy wrap George's bear body in his sleeping bag, gather his belongings, and vow to return the items to his bear family. They continue to New Orleans and find a bear brothel George had told them about. Taking bear prostitutes Karen and Mary with them, Wyatt and Billy wander the bear parade-filled streets of the Mardi Gras celebration for bears. They end up in a French Quarter Cemetery for bears. (laughs) (laughs) Where all four ingest the special honey the bear hitchhiker had given to Wyatt. The next morning, as they are overtaken on a two-lane country road by two local bears and an older pickup truck, the passenger in the trunk reaches for his exploding paw, saying he will scare them. As they pass Billy, the passenger swipes, and Billy has a low-side bear crash. The truck passes Wyatt, who has stopped, and Wyatt rides back to Billy, finding him lying flat on the side of the road and covered in bear blood. Wyatt tells Billy he's going to get help and covers Billy's bear wound with his own fur. Wyatt then rides down the road towards the pickup as it makes a U-turn. Passing in the opposite direction, the passenger fires his paw again, this time through the driver's side window. Wyatt's bearless motorcycle flies through the air and comes apart before landing and being engulfed in bear flames. Mm-hmm. Bear riders. No. Oh. Okay. That was <clears throat> That was all. I wouldn't know that it that it ended there because I haven't I mean there's subtle differences, but I haven't seen the uh It's some spoilers for <laughs> the fifty year old movie Easy Rider. Yeah. Um, and obvious spoilers for Bear Riders. Yeah, I mean, um, it's all right there. there. Were a, I haven't seen Easy Rider, but there were actually like a lot of uh, overlapping plot points to Grapes of Wrath in that. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I think that Easy Rider is a big old non-bear copycat. Oh, shit. Now we're, we're, we're peeling back so many layers here. Yeah, it just it, there were just less grapes. It's a plagiarism onion this or is grape the type of conversation. I like my comedy to inspire. <laughs> yeah, makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank moving you. on, Cameron. <clears throat> no scratches for you. Yeah. No matter Not how even. many <laughs> harders you buy us in that. In that liquor store, not, not even the <laughs> not even the little shavings. Yeah, uh, Cameron. Hi. 
where can people get more Cameron Schmidt in their lives? Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you will be increasing the chances of me getting a raise because mm. I am a working journalist, kind of. Uh, and then uh, on Instagram, you can follow me at Punishmid, P-U-N-I-S-C-H-M-I-D. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where I'm more likely to plug my shows. Like on December 9th, I have a sh- uh, the Big Big Show, uh, which is co-hosting, created by Jack Brown and Sarah Cobham. Uh, it's a great time, uh, and I'm so looking forward to it. I don't think I have any other shows booked before then. I do want to do a thing here. Uh, that I will be plugging. Oh, yeah, there's uh, a thing. There's a thing. Yeah, uh, and King's Talk <laughs> at some point. King's Talk at some point. And I'll get you back in here for this again at some point too. Bring me a in. little bit more regularly. Bring I'll me in. Yeah. Well, thank you, Cameron. Yay. Good. Thank you, everybody. Good bear mm-hmm. stab. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Rory. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Brown. Yes, sir. Uh, you are back to doing things. Yeah. Uh, and uh, how can people make sure that they're seeing the things that you're doing? Silverstrongad.com. Yes. <laughs> that domain auto-renewed, and it still goes <laughs> to my YouTube. Yeah. Um, and now also have paulbonco.com. <laughs> so two domains now. Um, <laughs> no! <laughs> they're both worth it. They both helped out both bits immeasurably. Oh, yeah. But that's where we're at. Uh, Silverstrongad.com will redirect you to my YouTube page. And then Big Big Show, like Cameron said, on yeah. December 9th. Check out Big Big Show. And then, yeah, we'll get, dip into this prompt. We'll see how <laughs> yeah, it goes. No, let, let me get it set up for you. Okay. Let me set it up for you, Jack. Final prompt of the evening. That, that the two people that were here left 40 minutes too early. <laughs> <laughs> Some would argue they left 20 minutes too late. They were tie They were tie tie. Jack Brown, let's hear your synopses, synopsis, just the one, uh, for your made-up movie, The Sensual Bees of the FBI. (laughs) Do you hear the buzz? We're in a hive, so yeah. No, the other buzz. They're tapping your phone line. Do you hear the buzz? That's right. There's a new blockbuster called The Sensual Bees of the FBI coming soon. When a powerful restaurant chain begins moving billions of dollars worth of unique honey, the federal government of men takes interest. Mm -hmm. I need you to go undercover in the hive. These bees are out of control. Boss, but I'm a human, and I just got engaged. I haven't even found a venue yet. Enough. The next word out of your mouth better not be a complaint. It better be a buzz. Buzz, sir. (laughs) But the bees are also dying at alarming rates. So the case is also being handled by the bee FBI. Some suspect foul play with pollination chemicals, and the bee FBI is swarming around any clue they can find. You'll be working with our man on the inside. Real. Be real? Oh, is it time to be real? No, this is serious. It's not time to be real. But is it be real? Yes, I be real, but I guess I won't now. No, I won't. Ugh, is his name be real? No, his name is real. We wouldn't call you human Paolo. We just call you Paolo. Oh. From the producers that brought you Monkey Bone and the computer wore tennis shoes and Monkey Bone 3, Bones of the Monkey. Can the world's, <laughs> worlds of humans and sensual bees unite in common cause? This idea has never been explored outside of our movie, we think. <laughs> I can only shoot my stinger one time, but I can shoot my load tons of times. So let me, Georgina, 
but I just got engaged to Paolo. <laughs> Paolo's a good man, but he can't do what I can, honey. Then stop buzzing about it and do it. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, I'm home early from pretending to be a bee for the FBI. Whoa, what's going on in here? Real, is that you? <laughs> Yes, it is, and I'm dicking down your fiancé just like I dicked you down. That seems fair. I guess it's all good then. <laughs> Maybe we could all get married? I'd like that. Me too. Yay. I'll make invitations. <laughs> From the director who brought you your wallet back when you dropped it at the park. Starring the guy who was in The Thing. This movie has everything, including a lippy journalist. <laughs> what do you... <laughs> What do you know, Scoopy the Bee? Report the fucking truth. You're a disgrace of a bee. You hit me so hard that my stripes go the other way. Ouch. Spill the beans, bee. Was that a joke? Don't talk to my thruple mate like that. What? I don't know anything. I do know that the honey platinum corral is unique because it's soaked in blood from the, si the silence dissidents who question the queen. But other than that, I'm clueless. Many say the true queen left years ago, and we are ruled by a higher power now, likely the CIA and the BCIA. The president is implicated, but that's all I know. It'll probably be a crazy challenge for you two to work to defeat the CIA and BCIA, especially since they're evil and the organizations you work for are inherently evil as well. Not really seeing a good guy here, but what do I know? Hardly anything. I'm just a lippy journalist. Okay, we maybe played too much of that expository clip, but you'll have to see it to believe it. So yeah, get a ticket. Marcus Allen gave this five stars, sight unseen. <laughs> is that Oscar buzz I hear, or is my head still ringing from this joyous look at the ruthless underbelly of our post-capitalist militarization of Chattanooga institutions built to spy on our own citizenry? My stinger is ready for class war after this masterpiece. The only thing we have to lose is our chains and our honeycombs. Starring Kurt Russell as Paolo, J.B. Smooth as Real, Paolo Poundstone as Georgina, Miss Butterworth as Scoopy, Enzo Guesthouse as himself, and introducing Bessie Bones as Detective Walter Crumpweiler. Oh yeah, did we not mention Detective Walter Crumpweiler? He's investigating a different case in the movie, something about a water slide, and he interviews Paolo about it, but it's not relevant to the main plot. Just kind of builds out the whole world. Plus, Bessie scored higher in our audience test than any actor since Humphrey Bogart. The kid's got something special, a little twinkle in his eye, and something behind his back. This is really a soft launch for the Detective Walter Crumpweiler cinematic universe. Fingers crossed. <laughs> the sensual bees of the FBI, coming to theaters on the 4th of July, Le Freedom Rank, something on the surface of things, and streaming on Stab's Twitch yesterday. Oh, shit. Missed it. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Oh, and that was the Stab Show, if you believe it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight, and of course, a special thank you to our fantastic panel, Kim Martell, Cameron Schmidt, and Jack Brown. Hey, did you enjoy what just happened to your ear holes? Why not give them side sockets all the stab they can handle whenever they damn well please via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. Or... If you want to engage at least three of your other senses while watching The Stab Show, catch it live as it happens, either in person at the Stab Comedy Theater or on Stab TV from the comfort of your own home. Either way, make sure it's Friday at 7, and you got it, Davey. <laughs> That's all the time we've got for you tonight. So until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying pretty much the same thing over and over again if you actually stopped paying up attention. Good night!